Casper.com and use the code. got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done because the game is going to go on and there's only one rule you're going to need to know about there are no second chances there's only this moment and the next moment every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. The you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. You versus history. Versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Eight minutes past the hour. Welcome in to the kickoff hour. Thank you so much for being with us. Our number 866-WE-BE-BIG. Busy show on tap today. Not only do we have... Hurricane Sally, uh, you know, affecting a large portion of the Gulf Coast, both Florida Panhandle, Alabama, Mississippi, parts of Louisiana, everybody on alert. Uh, and we'll probably check in with Span today to get the latest on that. We've also got Dan Moultrie. He'll be with us next hour to talk to Great Outdoors. You know, it's time. If you hadn't started getting your food plots ready uh, for hunting season for white uh White-tailed deer, then you might be a little behind. We'll talk to an expert today with Dan Moultrie, part of Pratco, to, to just kind of break things down. Uh, and looking at his his uh, his prize here today on Match Moultrie, you got you a nice little Moultrie setup here. Uh, so and, and a month free service too on Moultrie Mobile. So uh, that's uh, coming up next hour. Also, Max Licato, you know he'll push a book out. Him and Andy Andrews, I think, are in in competition to see who can get the most out. He's got a new book though. You're never alone. Uh, trust in the miracle of God's presence and power. And we'll check in with Max Licato a little bit later in the show today. All right, well, we got the table set. We're ready to go. Eddie Van Adler, he's got everything uh, handled when it comes to TV and uh, helping out uh, here during the kickoff hour. He's part of the Good Time Gang. So he's here along with Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms to my right. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Good. Y'all good? Yeah, fired you know, up. Here we ready go. To go. Here we go. Another day. Let's tackle it. Here Another we go. Another day. Terry was making fun of me last night because 
I'll get locked into hurricane coverage, and y'all y'all know that. You but, do. I don't, you well, just gr- about it. growing up. Sally's area, got him. Growing up in that area, being a a coast rat, you know, in Mississippi, that's that was our. I mean, every year, you know, here we go. Is it going to hit? Is it not going to hit? And it looks like that Hurricane Sally uh, is. I mean, right going right at where I grew up, and that's Pascagoula, Mississippi. And for those of you around the country, that's right on the Mississippi Alabama. Uh, line there on the Gulf Coast, just east of Biloxi and Gulfport, <clears throat> and um, I got family that still lives down there in Ocean Springs and uh, and Pascagoula, Moss Point, uh, that area, and uh, it's real to them. Yeah, it, you yeah, know, I mean, sure. you know, yeah. for the rest of the country, it's like ah, yeah, this one's a little different. They're not so mm-hmm. worried about the the wind. There's the rain and the storm surge. Yep. That thing's moving five miles an hour. It's just sitting there and pounding yep. rain. And it is supposed to be uh, a lot of rain coming down. So uh, uh, anyway, it, it, I had uh, <laughs> I had uh, hurricane coverage on last night. She said, "What are you doing?" I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just checking it out. I mean, you know, just just looking at it. This will be the your his rest of the week. Yeah, well, I mean, you want it, it's gonna, I think, make landfall tonight. I want to say, uh, if you're listening live, it's Tuesday, uh, and then uh, uh, the uh, other parts of the Rick and Bubba market will start feeling the effects of it. But just really rain; it's just moving so slow. So anyway, so that's on the table. But yeah, she was kind of having fun with me yesterday about that. Well, we talked about this uh, earlier during prep. You people that these reporters that will say things like, "Thank goodness it's not going to hit New Orleans." Mm-hmm. It's it's still hitting places. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like I was gonna say y'all yeah. y'all talk like it's yeah. There's other There's cities on the coast affected. besides yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. Oh gracious, it's a major city. Thank and goodness, it's, and it's below sea level. I get sure. That. You know, last time if you would have had your levees up to de- you know snuff, it would have mm-hmm. helped. Right before they all failed. Yeah, I went with snuff. I like mm-hmm. it. You know, they failed. Yeah, and uh, that was a tragedy. Right, but yeah. Anyway, but you're you're right. Hey, we've dodged a bullet. And New Orleans I, is not being hit. Mississippi, look out. Because don't forget, when New Orleans, Katrina was bad in New Orleans, Mississippi got destroyed then, too. Yeah. Oh, I know. You're talking about the, the, the coast that nobody even yeah. knows about or forgets, and they're just left to deal with things on as their own. As far as the hurricane, yeah. they got the more brunt of that. Yeah, the yes, flooding they did. got New sure. Orleans because the levees failed. If you, don't, if you don't believe it, jump off a of 10 when you're going uh, on the Gulf Coast and jump on Highway 90 or something. Get down into to some of the – some of the, some of the guts of Mississippi Gulf Coast and and check out all the just the concrete slabs you have now mm-hmm. because businesses were destroyed and they they just didn't rebuild yeah uh, and that'll let you know that other cities exist besides New Orleans but I understand it's a major market I get that and below sea level I get all that but if it misses New Orleans then you can still report on it. Uh, yeah, and have so, a little compassion when yeah, you're talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's real <laughs> Good news. That's real, and I know a lot of people uh, part uh, of the the audience live down in that area or have relatives, and so uh, we'll try to get with Span today uh, and see how busy he might be. Uh, so the rest of the week, we're sitting here kind of looking at things and 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 what's on, on schedule uh, at the uh, at the Wilburn House. We got we got you know we're going ten different ways. Reese was in class yesterday. Uh, they went from two days in in seat uh, or in class and the rest virtual to where his his school system now they're in class five days a week. We'll see how long that lasts. But um, I talked with him yesterday and I'm like, tell, talk to me about the mask. I, I know you went two days a week with the mask. And what they did is you know they split the the, the classes up so the classes were half empty. And and so he was like, you know, now it's full. 
which is a little different and it's not yeah. as boring. <laughs> uh, but he's like, Hey, the mask thing is killing me. I mean, yeah, uh, you get about halfway through the day and you know, they're so strict. Hey, don't, don't you bring that down, you know? And you just sitting there trying to breathe and stuff. <laughs> and it was a long days, man. Yeah, but man. he, uh, he made it through. He goes, now talk to me on Friday. This is day one. And I'll let you know how I feel, but Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. He said it is a quite the adjustment. Sure. I bet. You breathe that thing all day. Yeah. Huh. And uh and speaking of school, uh when we come back, uh I, I understand you have uh a, a situation with carpool. Uh you're in that world. I had a carpool fail last week and I meant to tell y'all about it yesterday. And and I didn't tell you about it. It happened. It actually mm-hmm. happened Thursday of last week, mm-hmm. and I didn't tell you about it Friday because I was too ashamed. <laughs> too ashamed. And, and um, <laughs> yesterday I just forgot. And okay. so um, yesterday, y- yesterday I was in carpool, and it, I was reminded. Okay. And that's when I thought, you know what, I probably need to tell this. Mm-hmm. It's a teaching moment for him. So y'all will love it because I look horrible in this situation, mm-hmm. and y'all can make fun of me. Oh, okay, good. So this is right up y'all's alley. Mm. And then yesterday, I had a really good carpool situation that kind of took us back, to, took me back to memory lane. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can address that, too. It, there's bad and good. I want to get the bad out of the way. Yeah, but okay. I want to tell the story because right. I think it'll be... Y'all have some fun with it. I'll look horrible. Oh, okay, really? Okay, and and uh, well, then, well, then we're dialed and in. it's a teaching moment for everybody mm-hmm. listening. I think. You know, I'm king. You know, I'm king of stomach attacks. You ever had one in carpool line? And you no, look around. You look around. There's nowhere to go. I wish I would have had you a. Get st- hey, right hey! Bush. I wish I would have had a stomach attack on <laughs> Thursday. I mean, you start looking like behind buses and stuff. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Waking on that blubber. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We are back. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. As always, we uh, thank you for helping produce this hour. Those calls will be unscreened, but we could take them at 866-WE-BE-BIG. All right, so when we went to break to update you, uh, Helmsy said that he's got a carpool failure from last yeah. week, and he's he's in that age where uh, his kids are, I should say, where he's, he's carpool, carpool. Multiple carpools going from one to the other. I'll say this: carpool's been uh, pretty easy this year. I don't know if it's because our oh, kids no. are not there the whole time. There's a mojo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, the first one's pretty. <laughs> all the kids are there, but and that's the one we're going to talk about. And it can line up. It can the line can get long there. But once I get out of there, it's it's quick. Boom yeah. boom. Um, <clears throat> now listen, I feel bad enough about this. So I don't need y'all piling on and exaggerating. Oh okay? really? So okay. Uh, just know that. Oh, As I tell I like this. this, so this good stuff. last week I go to, I, I left a little earlier because we had, you know, you got when, if you get to the front of the line or close to the front of the line, then it, the next stops quick. And then we had somewhere to be. So I had to kind of make sure that I got there right. on time. Yeah. There are some days. Timing is key when it comes to carpool. There are some days where I'll I'll just hold back and don't care if I'm the last one because there's it, yeah. no sense to get in a hurry or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I worked really hard that day. That's what plays into this. I worked really hard that day to get into my spot. Okay. Okay. 
so where this uh, particular where we're on the street, it's a there is a three way, okay mm-hmm. stop sign. Greg, you parked and up. so when they start letting the cars go in, I think, okay, good, I'm up here, it's where I need to. And all of a sudden, hmm. this lady comes c- just cutting through, cutting line. No, she didn't. Just uh-uh. cut. The, you just, I mean, hey, thirty cars behind me, and she's cutting in. What? Uh-uh. And you've sat there, and, and, and I've sat there the whole time, and, and I'm like, I, I start, th- I start throwing my like this. Uh. Uh-uh. I, at this point, okay. Let Are me you opening your it. mouth like that? Are at you... this point, I don't know if it's a man, woman, or whatever. You I just, just know that somebody's cut in front of me. How dare okay? And I just give her, I just give them one of these. Oh, I do that a lot. Yeah, hands up I'll, and I'll a face like, "What are you doing?" Right. So, and you and, and in my mind, it. I'm. But thinking, you hadn't tooted the horn yet. No, I didn't okay. toot the horn at all. I just kind of threw my hands up and was like, "What are you doing?" I've been here all. I've been no here bird. for thirty. Like I got no. Nah, I didn't Greg, shoot a bird. You, they, hey, nobody just hey, goes. Thank that. goodness I didn't, Greg. Thank goodness I didn't. Oh, oh boy. So you just never really know what people are going through. You know, in my mind, it's probably and and nothing against this, okay, either. But I in my I'm just gonna be real. In my <laughs> mind, I thought, well, here's a woman that's probably been out shopping. Probably playing tennis and running yeah. late to carpool, and now she's cut in front of yeah, me. Nice I've been out here busting it all day, got in line, and she's cut me off. And I throw my hands up. All of a sudden, the door opens. Oh. Person's door. She gets out. She's ever been 70 years old. Oh, no. She walks back to the car. She asked me to roll my window down. No, she did not. Yes. She actually come to the door. Yes. Oh, no. Yes, Greg. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh no. I'll, I'll roll my window down. Oh. And she says, <laughs> honey, I am so sorry if I cut you off. I'm the grandmother. This is the first time oh. I've ever done carpool, and I am lost. Oh, she shook up. Am I, am I in the right spot? Oh, no. Oh, bless her heart. She can't say a line. She doesn't know, Greg. It's her first time. In her defense, it's, it's, it can be confusing. Okay. Huh? Grandmama's so did, been asked to go so. see the bird? Or- <laughs> <laughs> Greg, I didn't shoot her a bird. Well, that'd have been but, now, you were so little. Could I you was. See, uh, could tiny you see out the, tiny, you see out the window, too? Tiny Helms was real nice. needed a car seat. Okay? <laughs> did you let her have your spot? I said, uh, I said, ma'am, it is not a big deal. I said, she goes, well, you acted course, like it. Well, that's the after I well, said that, why I did thought, you flip me off? I, after yeah. I said that, I thought she Help probably me. no what wonder are you pointing at me. The fact that I was throwing my hands up in there said it's a big deal. Yeah, you yeah. were mad. Yeah. <laughs> when she was walking towards the car, what were you thinking? I, I thought, please, don't, I hope she knows the car. Uh, I hope she knows the person behind me. Right. What I hope if you she wrote the person behind me? What she said? I love the show. Why did you flip me off? Well. And or so, what if she uh, just just cussed him out? Mm-hmm. I tell you what, Mister. And I don't know where I why just why you zip up uh, you know, all the way. To <laughs> I said, but by this time, I don't have any of that on, Speedy. Just okay. a t-shirt. Okay, probably a Rick and Bubba t-shirt. Uh-huh. If you want to be yeah. honest, yeah. Um, so it's little hams. It's okay. So man. tiny hams in the car, and I said, "Look, ma'am, it is no." I, she goes, "I'm just so confused. I, I, I'm the first day out I'm of control. lost." Did and you, I did said, you tell him you hate elderly I, people? And I just said, "I just said, ma'am, I, I, I said, not a big deal at all." I said, uh, us, us <laughs> every day, us, <laughs> us every day, folks are lost out here. 30 seconds so ago. I can't imagine what you're going through. Not oh, a big deal at all. Good deal. And, and, and she goes, okay, I just want to make sure. And she was probably thinking, I just want to make sure. Cause you were throwing your hands yeah, up like a yeah. wild idiot. What right, if, right. You Cause you look real mad. <laughs> yeah. what 30 before seconds. she walked off, she went, 
But see, thirty seconds ago you looked really mad, so I just wanted to make sure. What if he'd have rolled the window down there, stands grand? She goes, "I tell you what, you step out of that car, I'll whip you." Oh yeah, yeah. And she got down like this. Yeah. Come on, come on, boy. Come on, haircut. Come on. Or what if she just wanted to cut the line? She says, "I'm gonna play the old grandma." That's a good one too. I'm confused. She could have. I'm old confused grandma. Then people got her car and suck out. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm feeling better. Saka. Uh, <laughs> well, I I look. Here's the deal. I, the did t- she have a limp or anything, or did she, she just she get out with a walk or really sell it? No, no, she didn't sell it. <laughs> <I'm coming. laughs> the moral. Did you give her your spot? Oh yeah, she she. I didn't have a choice, That's Greg. Good. She you pulled in. Crashed into yeah. it. Right, yeah. right. She she whipped in there. Oh. Um. Well, brilliant move on her part. <laughs> well, and, really I, and I'll say this: this is that this is that moment where Helms was taught a big time lesson, and this is why I wanted to share it. You really never know what's going on with people. In my mind, in my perception, mm-hmm. I had this lady coming from you a lazy. tennis match yeah. and shopping and and late while I've been out here grinding it out and just mm-hmm. getting in line, ready to go, tackling the day, and then all of a sudden she's like, "I am so sorry." I'm like, "Oh my!" She got you, buddy. And I knew it was coming too. When she got out of the car, I thought, "Oh gosh, what have you done, Helms? Oh, no, oh, she's oh, responding. She's, she's actually coming to the. She's coming to the door. <laughs> no, that's what. Oh, she's coming up. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, she's getting out. Oh, doors open. <laughs> oh, she's walking to me. Walking to me. Walking to me. Walking oh, wow. to me. Exactly what I was doing. Oh, not mad anymore. And I'm like, "Hey, how are you, man? <laughs> you need any help? Do I act like she's not there? Do I act like she's not there? Do right, right. Oh, she's do coming do to me. Oh gosh, here she is. She's knocking on the window. She actually tapped on the window. Oh my! I was rolling the window down as she was tapping on it, but. Not a good moment. Not a good moment. Did she have a mask on? Social distancing. She didn't have a mask on, which I respected actually, because she was probably. What if she was talking to her husband? She said, "I'm about to play the grandma card. I got to go." Yeah, I've done messed up. Cut this guy off. (laughs) Like I'm lost. But I'm gonna get this spot. I think. Look, honestly, I think she was sincere, and and uh, and I felt horrible. I really mm-hmm. it was a your first reaction. I get it. I understand. Which yeah. is a good lesson. It, it, it really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. Take a minute. You yeah. Know, before you assume that they're. Yeah. Hey, how how quick oh. did I go? What are you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Did she? Did, was there eye contact with it? Or no, was, no. I so, didn't, so she didn't see you. Say I didn't that? even know it was an older lady until she got out of the car. Mm. Mm. See, I just this is what happens when you assume. Yeah. Well. You don't know what's going on in people's lives out there assuming, <laughs> throwing your hands up. Man, you got a grandma, you got a grandma that's been told to go get the grandkids exactly. and doesn't know what she's doing. Exactly. She's scared. Huh? Yes. Now I, now, I blame her, whoever mom and dad is, on not telling her what to do, but still, it's confusing. Well, they might have been in such a big handle or something, they couldn't get there on time. Oh, yeah. Tell her. Oh, wow. Could have been worse. Bubba, yeah. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes till top of the pi- top of the hour, I should say. Uh, excuse me. Uh, we are back, and it is the kickoff hour. We thank you for being with us. Rick and Bubba join us in thirty minutes from now. This portion of the show brought to you by HelloFresh.com. Uh, you know they can spice up your meal time at home with fresh ingredients and mouth-watering recipes delivered right to your door. Contactless, I should say. HelloFresh.com is so easy because uh, all you do is choose from more than uh, 22 chef-curated recipes each week. 
Uh, they got low calorie, uh, vegetarian or family friendly options, uh, and then it comes right to your door. Uh, they make they make uh, cooking easy in a little less than twenty minutes. It's ready. So uh, it happens every now and then when, like, if the kitchen's closed and and you know the the meal has not been pre planned. Uh, where everybody stands around and go, oh no, what are we doing about dinner? And then you try to rush out during rush hour, and then now you you hung up in some drive through line and getting back, and now you're mad. Well, HelloFresh.com can take care of that for you. It's already at your door. Hello, so now fresh. now you have a whole lot to uh, <laughs> to uh, to choose from, and recyclable packaging, and uh, and the ingredients are already laid out, cut down for you. Uh, all you have to do is throw it in, and it's ready. Uh, so check it out. America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com, and what you want to use is promo code Bubba, and Hello that's going to get you $80 off plus free shipping on your first order. It's a pretty good deal. The promo, again, is Bubba at HelloFresh.com. $80 <clears throat> off and free shipping on your first order. Or you can always go to RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so uh, the – HelloFresh. Uh, <laughs> The drive-through fail, uh, which I understand, and you call it a fail. Of course, you could have been so duped, you screamed at old lady. You know, I you did got, not you got, scream. Uh, I know Greg flipped an old lady off. Right, flipped her off. Who's in this room has shot an old lady a bird? Greg, that you. didn't happen. Hey, can not I, me. Hey, can not I, Speedy. Let me tell you something though, and I told the guys off air, and I don't know if you two were in here or not. Maybe one of you were. I saw the longest bird flipping of a bird <laughs> oh, that I think I'd ever seen. So they had good follow through. So. I got two cars. It's, it's two cars in, ahead of me. Okay, guy, <laughs> people are like just guy, it. the guy pulls out in front of the car that's in front of me. We all break, but it you know as I was I've always told my kids, especially when they were learning to drive. Hey, during rush hour, you got to give and give and take a little bit. Yeah, it, it's people are Everybody panicking. They're trying to, to get home. They make bad decisions. Yeah, and I, you got to be ready for that. You know, don't get too mad during rush hour, but but hold your ground if you can. Well. I guess this guy had had a long day. He was he was done. He had to get somewhere, so he pulls out in front of the, the like car that's in carpool. Yeah, he pulls out in front yeah. of the car that's in front well, of you me. Planned it that way. This 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 girl, this lady. I don't know how old she was. She looked like she was in her twenties. She slings up a bird. She oh, throws she it did. up underneath the rearview mirror and flips. Oh, give it to the people behind. Them. No, in front. So it's it's two oh, cars so in front in, of me. So it's the car in front of, of me that pulled out in front of her. She throws it up to where I can see it, and it's underneath the rearview mirror, like she's pointing out the front, and she holds it up. I want to say I know for four miles, oh, which wow. I think was a So, couple. I mean, she just got comfortable with it. Yeah, yeah, and so she just hung it up, was driving with one hand, and just wouldn't bring it down. Boy, and I'm like, well, that's the longest little birdie I've ever seen in a yeah. long time. Normally, I mean, it's just real intense. Yeah, Back it off. But, but it, was one, yeah. it was the one that you'd be proud of, Greg. She really – Pull those knuckles down. Oh, she, yeah. If you're going to do it, pull do those it right. fingers yeah. down, yeah. Perfect bird. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it was, uh, it was well, out she there. She wanted for to make the sure they see. saw it, evidently. Yeah. And it wasn't like I'm here. It's almost like she was trying to touch the window. Uh, oh, yeah. she, Go through know, it. Yeah. 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 She wow. was way on up. Well, uh, from carpool failure mm-hmm. to carpool goodness. You're talking about elderly abuse? Yeah. And, and for the record, I didn't flip anybody off. Um, I, that was, I, but I did throw my hands okay. up. I'm ashamed of it. And it was a, that's it was cold. an older lady. And when I, I say I throw my hands up, that's cold. I didn't yeah. flip. Yeah. I didn't he, flip It was worse up. than he is, is letting us. No, it's really yeah. not. I threw my hands up, uh, in a aggressive manner and wish I had it back. Period. Dang silver wig. Didn't cuss. I, I did say, Hey, uh, something like, what are you doing? You know, kind of loud. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, under my breath or whatever, she couldn't hear me cause she's not in my car. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's move on. You to could the have sent her a tweet, but was, you'd done away um, with social media. 
Go ahead. Yeah, could have. 48 <laughs> hours without that, by the way. Hadn't missed a thing. Been more productive. Imagine that. Um, <laughs> somebody, so, somebody with a good one, by the way. Let me read this to you because okay, you'll, love this. Okay. you'll love this. You'll love it because you did tell us to do this. Somebody sent us a tweet and they tagged everybody and they said, uh, yeah, let me get my Scott, <laughs> Scott Van, 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 Van Pelt. They basically said, how, how long will he stay with us before he, yeah. he comes back? And I don't know. I don't know. You might. I don't know. But it says, uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the scale of, of really, uh, really on it or fired up for it or don't care about it anymore. <laughs> anyway, he tweeted this all. Three months is the over under. He probably oh. ought to be doing something else over-under. other than being on social media. There he goes. He's so, not listening to you. Is so, he? <laughs> he's surely not. Um, so yesterday I picked. So I grabbed Maddie. We got Caroline. Caroline got in the car. Caroline's got a to- has had a toe issue. And when you play tennis, you have you, oh. it, uh, your feet's pretty important. Oh, Greg, you, you know about toe issues, buddy. Oh, you yeah. got to take care of them. And my, so it's that knuckle on my big toe. I know it just gives you trouble. One of the things that bothers me <laughs> only is, when I stop running. One of the things that will bother me is she will she will complain about it uh, at tennis practice, and then you get mad she'll, at her for she'll that. She'll go to to school and play badminton or uh, something. Like that. And I'm like, hey, look, if you're going pl- if you're no. going to play, thank you, Greg. You sound like her. Um, she said the exact same thing. I mean, it's a valid um, point. I get it, but we're trying to recover. I'm like, hey, look, you're playing. If you're going to play in this tournament this weekend, we got to have your toe better. Like, I can't sign you up. <laughs> I love and, just hearing that. And you, and your toe not be better. And I said, so what's going on with this badminton thing? I said, do I need to get you an excuse where you don't have to play? Or what? She goes, no. I mean, we're in the finals of this mm, tournament. On, we got to win school. this thing. And I mean, we got. And I said. Caroline, I don't care about the badminton finals at Pazitz. Okay, on. I really don't. I said, now I'm not going to. I, I, now, we just, let's, just let's just do yeah, this. Let's just do this. Let's not. I mean, let's not now. sign up for anyway. So we go back and forth for for this. And so yesterday when I picked her up, of course, what was my first question? I hey, how's the toe? How's that toe doing? Mm. And she goes, it's fine. She's like, we we ended up winning and uh, it was fun. And um, and she goes, it's not hurting, so that's good. And I said, I, and and once I heard that, I was I was I was willing to then give in to the let's ask more about badminton, uh-huh, how right. to go, yeah, you know what was the deal format. Good job. So that's why this was being discussed. And I said, so so y'all won it. And I said, who was your partner? And she said, uh, she said Virginia. And mm-hmm. I said, well, I think we ought to celebrate. I think we ought to. I think we ought to listen to a song that has Virginia in it. There's oh, a lot of why not? And she let's said, "There's it. no song with Virginia." Maddie's in the background. What are you talking about? There's no song. I said, "Well, I can think of one right now that Daddy rocked when he was, you know, in college." And hey, awesome song. Mm-hmm. So I introduced them to Train yesterday, and I this one of these bands where I have completely forgot about. It's kind of like live mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago when I, we brought it to the table. I had an afternoon of train. Here's my, here's my memories, memories, memories. My relationship with train. This album here, the first one, outstanding. Yes. But then now they're so pop, I can't have them. Mm-hmm. But about the first couple of records, this one especially. In fact, I have. I'll still listen to this. And I, I knew every word, and the girls were looking at me like, and I was into it too because I was happy the toe was better. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, I was in a good mood. I hadn't screamed at anybody. The toe was better. Living large. Hey, did you say? Hey. Is it uh? I'm trying to think. There's another Virginia song. Uh, is it "Blessed Union of Souls"? The song Virginia. Am I wrong about that? 
Uh, hold on, Helms is having a moment here. I, I don't want to ruin. I, and it. I'd say like badminton queens, you know, like you know, oh, I was, I was working uh-huh. in. Okay, I like they that. They were looking well at me done. like I was crazy, but we so, were. So you, you rediscovered them just like we did the uh, live last yeah. week, and I remember so tubers, we were playing train uh, meet Virginia is what we were playing. And, and what I was the other one you wanted? Greg? Um, I'm looking. And so, so for instance, like you know, I said live and Jerry Nall. That was mm-hmm. my buddy that we yeah. always listen live. Well, you know who? Here was my buddy with uh, uh, my buddy with train was Brett Clayton. Brett lives in Nashville now, mm-hmm. and don't talk to him. We, you know, used to Facebook message every once in a while. I won't be doing that. Um, oh, but yeah, but done. I was right again. Here's the deal: it brought back a lot of memories, and I had to get the blower out yesterday in the yard and uh-huh. do some things. Oh, so it was yeah. a day of it was a day of training. Well, per- in the, were in the yard. orange headphones out? I did. Uh huh. Boy, you got a little bit of that. <laughs> that means you mean business. <laughs> <laughs> Something about you pulling weeds and holding court. With those orange headphones on, no. owned me yesterday. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> the cord dangling, just slinging around, <laughs> sweating. <laughs> All right, hey, so what, what are you playing, Huge Greg? train guy. Greg, what are you now playing? Greg's taking hey, us Greg, into some other world. Hey, Greg, over here, buddy. Get Another dialed Virginia in. Another Virginia song. I, it, we were just trying to think of Virginia. What, what, could you tell me what it is? Blessed Union of Souls. Thank you. Oh, Virginia. I was just, when you said up, they I were know. trying to tell you there weren't any, and I yeah. think there's some more I'm trying to think of. Well. I don't know why this one came to my mind. I, I can tell you this. Idea. Maddie liked it. Caroline did not. She didn't like it. No. Caroline said, I, "I don't. I just don't like that kind of music." Mm. She probably liked Soul Sister, the later stuff. No. Too poppy. Yeah. Way too poppy for me. Oh, Virginia, is that what you yeah. were thinking at? Yeah. Okay. Good. All it's right. another Virginia. All right. Pretty for YouTubers, song. it's Oh Virginia, Blessed Union of Souls. Okay, this is something for you to play. Okay, I like that. Great. How did you know this? I have no good idea. Good night alive. <laughs> huh? No, you talk about. I don't even really know what this band is. I think I have one other song I remember. <laughs> I'm going to sit up. I don't know how I do this. <laughs> well, good job, buddy. I'm proud of you. The chorus is, oh, Virginia. Yeah. Do y'all like going down memory lane? I do. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I do, too. I like you it. you find a little gem you forgot about? I did. Mm-hmm. That's what happened yesterday. Sure. Oh, that's good. That first record is a good record. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It is the kickoff hour. Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. Busy show on tap for today. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, coming back, we are here. We are live. Thank you so much for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. About 30 minutes from now, Dan Moultrie will join us, talk to the great outdoors uh, and some food plot management when it comes to whitetail deer and um, getting set up, having the perfect camera system uh, so you can uh, take a look at those food plots and know what's out there. Uh, that's important. Uh, Moultrie Mobile can handle that, and so we'll have Dan Moultrie with us. We'll also have Corey Croft with us, uh, and he's an expert in that area, wildlife biologist, uh, and so we'll break all that down. A little bit later in the show, Max Licato, yes, he has another book. He's beating Andy Andrews right now, I think. I don't know, but uh, you are never alone. Trust in the miracle of God's presence and power is his latest book. We'll talk to him about that. Span will probably update us on Hurricane Sally as a large portion rally, of, the Rick, of, the Rick and Bubba, of the Rick and Bubba audience uh, down on the Gulf Coast. Uh, I know a lot of you 
uh, listen to the show, watch the show, and uh, we'll try to get uh, with Span a little bit later in the show today. Hey, it's raining. Where are you from? Mm-hmm. It is raining, buddy. It's raining. Yeah, there. you where, don't care. Where you it's from? too far away. You, you fall, look, I, no, you're look, the I'm, typical person, and I know who you are. No, no, no. You don't care about weather unless it's affecting you. I, except hurricanes, because I can relate to them. Because I used to always, they all affected me. Yeah. At one time in my life. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of like you talking about you. Mm-hmm. Your, your granddad used to track them. Mm-hmm. I'm the same. Way. Well, let me tell you, I love it. And my sister has it up at her uh, at her house down in Pensacola. Uh, we was going to get it pretty good, by the way, but. She has the little magnetic hurricane tracker. Yeah. Uh, and he, he, every time you went over, he would have the little magnets in. And, buddy, he, I mean, he had it dialed in on where it was going, but he had to. Yeah. And he was blocks oh. from the beach uh, oh. there in Pascagoula. So y'all don't care. No, I was a um, big time hurricane watcher at one time. Yeah. Hurricane watcher. So, anyway, we'll, uh, we'll look at that. Other news out today. Uh, there's a number of different things. Had two, oh. had two NFL Monday night football games yeah, on last night. I gave, back I gave it zero. Uh, Pittsburgh yeah, was, uh, in New York playing the Giants and the Titans, uh, was in Denver playing the Broncos. And, and I, I didn't, I saw, I think, a drive or two. I saw Derek Henry. Good night. He's a beast. Uh, how about having to tackle him? That's a big um, man. I saw him run some off tackles, and and I was like, good night. I can't imagine being a cornerback, and he gets through that first level, and you're like, oh, okay. I, I so saw, here I am. I got to tackle you. I saw Pittsburgh <laughs> score right before half, and Big Ben out there slinging it. Had first game since, what, last September, I think, mm-hmm. from that injury. How'd he look? He looked good. Yeah. I understand he uh, – we were getting some emails from his post-game, uh, um, uh, I guess, interview or whatever. Uh, he talked about his faith and everything, so that's good for him. You know, we've I, talked about Father Time and the Goat with Tom Brady, but Roethlisberger's 38, yeah, and right. still doing what he's doing is pretty impressive, especially yeah. the way he runs around the field. Right, I know. right. Uh, and so I, it shows you how time flies. I remember when he got drafted that year because he played at Miami, Ohio, yeah. and, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, eh. And then yeah. he ended up being right out of the gate. I mean, just a great player from day one. Mm-hmm. But um, it, from what I understand, Steelers won and the Titans won. Is that right, or did the Giants yes, beat the Steelers? No, okay, the Steelers. So Steelers won and the Titans won. Yep. Uh, so now, when Greg, when Greg <clears throat> sent his – we were Marco Poloing back and forth last night on some mm-hmm. things, and when Greg sent one of his, he was watching one of the games, and did I hear Kirk Herbstreet you may in have. the background I, I calling one of the games? It would have been the Pittsburgh. Yeah, because it wasn't the late one. It would have been the first. Well, it was the first, the first one because we were. That's what I was saying. It was wasn't the late one for sure. I, yeah. so I could have sworn. And you may I, I didn't watch I it, but I, I could have sworn I, I heard in the background Herd Street uh, calling the game, and I was just going to ask if he started blubbering at any point in time during the game last night. <laughs> That was really the reason I was asking if y'all watched it. Was he blubbering during the I, game? I, I did not. I think, I think he, he <laughs> may. It may not even have been him. Okay, I I just I for, I think he called the game last night. He may have. And wow. is that a, is that just because I had a doubleheader and they need somebody to do? Yeah, it? I'm they're sure they're not going to call. Yeah. NFL surely. I don't know. Here I am. What I'm, Mr. Confident over here. Hey but, Helms, um, you got the power of the internet. Well, well I'm, I'm just saying it. I think it's pretty obvious that there were two, and then he was helping out with one. So he was a part of it. Okay. Um, and I don't know that to be true because I didn't I didn't really see any of the first. One. I just checked in on the second one, and he was not part of that one. Um, I did see where the NFL sent out a warning to all coaching staff and sideline crew that they must wear their face coverings at all time, and the face covering means over your nose, not just your mouth. All the coaches are got got in trouble from Sunday because do they not check them all before they before they the game? check them? I think I think I was listening to Rush Limbaugh a little bit yesterday, and he said they check them every day. Well, then, I, I don't then, know to then that. If we're all negative. 
Right. What are we worried about? I, yeah, I don't I know. But trying um, to be sharp. Sure. But but anyway, um, they sent out a, a little message that said, "Let me tell you something, Mister Buddies. Y'all better have it on, and you better have it on all the time, uh, or you're in trouble." And there was a couple of coaches. I think Sean McVay got Sean McVay. He had his down below his chin. Yeah. You know how you keep it around your ears, but pull it down underneath your chin. He, he had his on the whole time. He's been that way the whole time on hard knocks. Yeah, I know. He, and he's admitted, "I'm having to. I'm having a tough time with a mask." Yeah. Um, but I think he was one of the ones that got in trouble. And there were a couple of times that coaches would pull it down when they're really trying to get a point across. You can't holler it, it, to midfield trying to get the, you know, the linebacker's attention with the mask on. So they pull it down to yell at them. Well, they get in trouble for that. Bruce Arians had the mask and wraparound sunglasses on to protect his eyes. Mm-hmm. All right, so so Fowler, Chris Fowler, and Herb Street did one of the games last night. Um, Do you think well, they like elderly people? Probably so. Yeah. Um, I Back think Fowler, Fowler's probably getting up there in age himself. Um, oh, you make oh, wow, you got old. him old. I'm just saying, Chris wow. Fowler's probably sixty. I didn't realize he was out. Something. Wow, well, you yeah, got him at old. Hey, folks when, hey, hey, what happened? When do you get your retirement? Do you consider well, people depends. that are old? You see how he looks at us because he thinks we're old, Greg. Well, he's well, I get it. I get it. Yeah. He's correct. I know. How old do y'all think Fowler is? Uh, Fowler 56. is fifty-eight. Craig Burgess with a win, 58. Oh, good job. Imagine swapping gears so quickly, though. Fowler called the – think about these personalities. Chris Fowler calls the U.S. Open men's final on Sunday mm-hmm. with John McEnroe. And then he's in the Monday night football booth with Herb Street, blubbering Herb Street on Monday night. Mm-hmm. That's quite 24 hours. Yeah. and How about your mindset from one major Having to switch to gears, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some tough huh. names. That's and talented. Too. That's talent. Calm down. Busy man. Mm-hmm. Who would you rather have dinner with? Uh, what's his, what's the ball guy's name? What's his name? Van Pelt. No, the um, um, well, what's his name that, that that he said was father of the year? What's his name? Ball. Oh, uh, Lavar Ball. Lavar Ball. Lavar Ball yeah, or, or Chris Fowler? Which which two would you rather have? First dinner of all, from? why are those two in the group? Right. Because he 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 loves he oh. loves him, and so he loves Chris. And I just got want to know who would you rather have dinner with? Y'all turned me saying he was a good father. Now you to said, his no, kids. you said he was the father of the century. I didn't. Y'all made that. Y'all said that. I didn't. You wish I said he's a good father. I say that, and I said. If a lot of father, heck, if a lot of fathers would just stick around for well, one, yeah. I mean, he's the fact yeah, that he's, he's doing a, that. He's a goob. He is, Greg. <laughs> Probably don't need to say it like that. But there's <laughs> right. something right where you having high eyebrows and a cup of coffee in your hand yeah. really brought it um, in. But when, uh, when the nuclear family being split up, oh, it's you. important for him to still be there in that force. Yeah, in if their exploiting lives. your kids is good father, he's really yeah. Good. Well, there's some really good basketball players in that bunch. <laughs> that's true. Who was the other one? You said if you, you Chris Fowler Chris or him. Oh, that's not even close. I'm going Fowler all day long. Oh, okay, wow. I'm going with Father of the Year. <laughs> I'd love to hang out Barbara. with Fowler. All right, we'll yeah, take a break. You yeah. need to calm down on Fowler. All right, we'll, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba join us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Uh, believe it or not, I'm not in the broadcast plaza and teleport. The rest of Team Rick and Bubba is there, but we start this hour as we always do with the national anthem. Wake. Oh, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail? 
twilight's last gleaming Who's brought stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight For the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in Seven minutes past the hour from uh, the Zoom room at uh, at the Burgess home here. Uh, I am now quarantined. Uh, is it possible that I could be patient zero? We'll discuss this on the program today. We got Moultrie coming up here shortly. Max Licato's on the program. Uh, we'll talk to Span, see what's happening with Sally. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler, they've all given you a kickoff hour. Along the Rick and Bubba Radio Network, our YouTube channel, our podcast archives, our TuneIn app, however you get the show, uh, the kickoff hour is available to you every day. We have much to do, so let's all go ahead and bring in the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. There he is, O'Pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, Bill Bubba Bussy. How about it, buddy? Rick, glad to be here. Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, and uh Rick, sorry that you're uh, that you're self quarantined this morning. Uh, we got that word yesterday. You've become the third member of the show that had to do this. Fortunately for us, the other two, uh, being myself and Speedy, turned out to be fine. Hopefully, you will too. So, but uh, wow, how about we're pushing the technical edge of the show again? Just another notch. Well, you know, <clears throat> when you take the one seat and you take it out of the studio, and now I'm I'm everybody's little friend looking in from this outside world. <laughs> um, how y'all did this as long as you did is amazing. It it is a weird weird feeling. You, first of all, you don't know how loud to be to wake your family up. You don't you don't know how that all works. You're 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 like a person that nobody wants to hang out with, and you see all your friends having fun, and you're like, "Hey, man, I'm over here, guys." And everybody's <laughs> just moving around, and you're just some little keeb. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I wanted to uh, to to talk about why I'm here. We go ahead and lay that out. Yeah, for yeah. Give us an update on on Brody and what's going on. Yeah, so you know that a young Broderick, uh, isn't it funny, did not return to college, um, but he uh, he actually works full time. And uh, this past um, this past weekend, uh, he does have a girlfriend uh, at Auburn, but again, she has been quarantined. She's doing all her classes online, and anybody that he knows at Auburn, frankly, has already got it, uh, and they've come through it on the other side. So we do not know whether this is tied to him going to see her briefly um, on uh, on. Friday afternoon, and then uh, coming back um, after he did stay with one of his friends who already had and supposedly had the antibodies, so maybe Brody might be a test case, uh, and then came back. Or is this something that uh, he got at work because he does he does work full time and uh, and interacts with a lot of people? 
Uh, he works for a church. Uh, he's their creative producer. So uh, did it happen there? And is it even COVID? So what happened was yesterday, um, I, I got a text from him. I'm coming home from work. I have uh, thrown up at work. Um, at first when I heard that, I thought, well, I know that's listed on the list because I yeah. think we don't really, we don't really know what all the symptoms of COVID but are. But it frankly. could just be a bad hoagie. You never know. Yeah. But then you ran a temperature of 102. So that, that, mm. that concerned us. And, uh, so Sherry and I went to mask and gloves and, uh, and then, um, so until he has his test, uh, today, and we did talk to the doctor, the doctor suggested that we not do the rapid response. He said, because the rapid response is only about 50, 50. And he says, you could end up staying at home doing this zoom thing unnecessarily. If he's, if he's positive, or you could think you're okay because he gets negative. And honestly, with the rapid test, you don't have a lot of reliability. So he suggested that he have the, the cramming up in the nose, the yeah, good one. The long, and so, yeah. so he's having that done, uh, this morning. Uh, and then we will see if he just has, um, you know, some sort of stomach virus that is just part of normal life, mm-hmm. uh, or is it tied to, to COVID, uh, Sherry's showing no symptoms. I'm showing no symptoms. Uh, he is quarantined off into his own little world. Like, yeah, Speedy did with Tyler and like, uh, Bubba, how you had to separate from Caitlin. And so we're doing those same things. And, you know, if, uh, if I start having any symptoms, I'll get tested. He said, if I don't have symptoms, uh, then uh, likely you don't have it. Uh, and if he comes back with a negative test, you know, we probably won't know till Wednesday, but if he comes back with a negative test, I'll probably do this again tomorrow uh, because I probably won't have the results to after the show tomorrow. And then once we get results, if it's a negative, then um, I'll roll on back to work and everything's fine. If it's a positive, I'll stay here for the amount of time I'm supposed to. Well, I think you're doing the safe thing, the responsible thing. And uh, so far, uh, you know, as Ham's mentioned yesterday, and I'm going to knock on wood, you know, you were saying what we're doing has worked. So let's not risk it. Let's stay with it, see it through, and hopefully we'll come out on the other side all right. Yeah, now you do, in in true Rick fashion, you know, uh, (laughs) I'm on my wife's computer, so I'm listed as Sherry Burgess on the screen in the Zoom. (laughs) Uh, so I don't know if you see that under my name, if y'all can see that or not, but I can see it on this side. Uh, but it's funny. I'm looking up at my little monitor and it has Sherry Burgess under my, under my picture. Well, I think we're uh, covering it up with the banner we put up the Ricky. Good. Show. Well, yeah, I've so got, go. uh, I've got a computer that should be here. Uh, matter of fact, Sherry said, well, I, that was for your birthday on October 3rd, but it looks like you'll have it now. <laughs> uh, you can't just go get one. No, so, uh-uh. so we ordered it, but the problem is until I know what's up, I can't zoom on that computer and until Helmsley sets my email up. Uh, so, and he's not going to want to do that until he finds out whether Brody has COVID or not. Yeah. So, and if you've uh, got an iCloud, you should be able to match it to your laptop. You might not yeah. even need him. You might be good to go, my friend. Uh, oh, Rick, really? okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We can walk you through that over the phone. Either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Your, your setup looks good. I mean, you, you might <clears> could <throat> use a touch more light on you, but uh, overall, it looks good. It's very <laughs> well, workable, though. When, when I was testing it yesterday, and first of all, Bubba, you know, of course, this is the beauty of your, you know, co host being an engineer. My microphone is just absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your <laughs> audio is wonderful. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, the uh, when Speedy and I were testing yesterday, I told him, I said, I, I really want I don't want to let Bubba down on my lighting. So <laughs> I do have an overhead light. But uh, but I but we took these track lights off back here yesterday, but it was too dark. I don't yeah. think you would have liked yeah. it. No. So, and Rick, then, I, I'm curious. though. there's something we see on the ceiling back there that looks like a white box. Is that a reflection off? something? That's, a reflection. Yeah. that's what he was yeah. saying. Yeah, that's, yeah. There's some track okay. lighting right here. 
and uh, and they're they're shining. One of them's shining up against. The, see, I'm that's a, a great that, backlight. That's a great. Yeah, I'm backlight. in a room that yeah. does this, like the the ceiling yeah, does mm-hmm. that. Right. And uh, and you see the air hockey table behind me, and I've tried to position a Rick and Bubba lunchbox for just some kind of logo. Yeah, well, uh, when the my when the banner's <laughs> up, we can't see it. When we drop it, okay. we can. So okay, good. So I didn't know how important that was. I I, I can place various things there uh, if I need to. Um, Are you going to paint I, like Mississippi State logo on the ceiling, like Greg yeah. did for Jack State? Yeah, the, I, I think I I, mean, I want to be like Baby Brother and, and watch that. So <laughs> so we, we we may do that. But this is just uh, you know I'm I'm it's weird and and I know at some point today if, if we get bored or we don't have anything going on I could try to point the computer and show you this room I'm in. But yeah, well, I want to really, see it. Yeah, it's got to happen. My con- my concern is the why you know was the Wi-Fi be sure it was solid enough to do this. As far as the the room to be in and this being kind of the place to do this, it is the place to do it um, uh, as long as everything Wi-Fi. Because uh, this is, uh, I am at the furthest point of the house away from everybody I could possibly be. Yeah, you're on the edge. Well, it looks good, sounds good. I mean, uh, it's it's very workable. So uh, we'll work with it. You know, we'll make right, it happen. Buddy. Well, and then we'll we'll test it to the max as we try to invite Dan in here in a minute. Yeah, yeah, that that ought to be interesting. Listen, I look forward to seeing Dan's uh, chin up in his camera. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's in the waiting room and ready to go. All right, we'll talk with Moultrie when we come back. (laughs) I bet Dan's brought in some engineers. I bet he's got a studio now. (laughs) Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Now past the hour, uh, the boys are in the broadcast plaza and teleport. Uh, I am coming from the Burgess home studio today, self-quarantining. Uh, I'm now the third member of the show to have to do this, and hopefully we'll have the same result, that it's uh, no big deal, and uh, we'll work our way back. Hope I don't have to stay uh, that long. If we get a negative test uh, tomorrow uh, on young Broderick, the TASMO, then I'll come on back uh, and do the rest of the week there if uh, he comes back positive. Uh, since I have been exposed, I'll stay here uh, until we go through the allotted time and hopefully won't have any issues. So uh, we, we got a lot to do on the program today, uh, and we got to bring our, our friend Dan Moultrie in the mix. Moultrie is in the mix, and he's coming via Zoom as well. Good morning, guys. Dan, how are you? All good. All good. Who's on the board this morning? Speedy on the board? Yes, sir. Who's number two? Speedy's punching the buttons. I'm in my usual seat. Rams and Greg are running around behind the scenes. So, uh, but Dan, we're glad you could join us. How are you doing? I know you had a big weekend, had a big birthday, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better to have them than not to have them, I guess. So, yeah, it was good. We caught a bunch of fish right outside your house this weekend, Bill. uh, (laughs) So that was kind of fun. And and, uh, last weekend shot doves, an unbelievable dove shoot. Uh, maybe the best one I've ever been on the state of Alabama. Dan, I want to say this. Uh, it's been quite a sporting weekend. Yeah, I, I want to say this right out of the gate. You look great for seventy-five. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I feel <laughs> yeah, I, I, I heard Daniel gave you a good birthday present, and that was, "Hey, can you come over and help me with the project?" <laughs> yeah, they they, they kept, and I told everybody, it really is true. They kept saying, "Hey." We want to do what? What do you want to do on your birthday? We want to do something with you on your birthday. I said, what I'd really like to do is pour the concrete in the bottom of that walk-in cooler. <laughs> and Ashley called me and goes, "Really, Dan?" I said, "Really." <laughs> so that's what we did. Dan, you know, on a future show, I think you the the topic ought to be building a, a walk-in cooler because uh, that technology has changed and. 
what you're doing and a lot of other people have done. It's it's really a cool deal. No pun intended. They, they, yeah, they've got a new product that they figured out. A company has figured out how to take a window air conditioning unit, and you no longer have to buy a big ten thousand dollar commercial unit. They, they it's called Coolbot, and you put a window air conditioner in. You attach their unit to the brains of the air conditioner, and it turns any insulated area into a walk-in cooler. And especially down here in the southeast or the southwest, we have one at the ranch in Texas also, and they're absolutely fantastic. And you got, I think, they're around three hundred dollars, which is just phenomenal for walking cooler yeah and dan explain just briefly why that is important and and how that plays into deer hunting and aging of the meat yeah you know the the secret to wild game even with the fish you know we give a lot of wild game away to people and the secret that to make people really like it is for it to be well prepared and well preserved and the, the faster you get it cool, the better it is. That's the reason you put fish immediately on ice when you're in the boat with them, of course. And, and with the the deer, the faster you can get them cleaned, rinsed out, and then hung in the cooler, you start the cooling process. And then we age them 10 days at 38 to 39 degrees. The Years ago, Auburn University did a study, and they, they always said you can remember the right uh, – degrees to age them at is remember life begins at 40 meaning uh, bacteria that you didn't want so we age them at 38 to 39 for 10 days some people even care them 12 15 days but it's a totally different product when you get it out and it's really 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 enhances the the, the venison so dan tell us about uh, dove season i mean dove season's here i know greg he went on a dove shoot you went on a dove shoot i know it varies across the country but um uh what, what you, i know you you said unbelievable but frankly dan you, you say that about a lot of things but um, <laughs> I, I, so, so but 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 are, are the reports you're getting i mean do we have a lot of dove or are they flying is everybody having success I, talk to us about dove season it's been a lot of of people that and and it goes back to if people know how and have listened to the game and fish and know how to prepare the fields they have had birds and especially in alabama we're very progressive with our tops on wheat law there was a lot of birds here i heard they had sort of meet up middle of the road shoots over in georgia Corey, who's going to be on with us said they had some kind of a middle of the road shoot but a lot of that's dictated by weather now, the problem is people that are planning to shoot this weekend anywhere in the southeast, really over, all the way over to Texas for our friends in Texas, uh, they open up the 15th through in the south Texas uh, uh, region, is this the hurricane will change the birds drastically. And the cool weather that's going to follow, usually when cool weather comes in, the birds leave and move south. The, the, uh, the weather, though, will have a great effect on them the hunts that people maybe were putting on this weekend. But, you know, dove hunts are a great social event. Everybody gets together. And, of course, we all were social distancing, right? <laughs> right. And doves really, I mean, they really fly when the wind gets up about 65 or 70 miles an hour. I mean, they really haul at that point, don't they? Hey, Bubba, and also I've noticed this. Like shooting a jaguar. A, people don't have a problem social distancing when everybody's holding shotguns. Yeah, yeah, they usually will spread them out, won't it? <laughs> So Dan, when we come back, I know I, I know we're gonna we're gonna introduce um, Corey's here with us again because the next thing is deer season. Hey, hey, she approaches, 
and right. uh, and and we're getting here. I'm even seeing, you know, there are some places that you may can already uh, bow hunt uh, in in parts of the country. But uh, you know, as far as the you know the the main deer season, it's coming up right now. I mean, hey, I mean, you know, I'm talking to Gary. You know, <laughs> hey, you know, we got to start we got to start bush hogging and getting these fields ready. And and there's a lot of things that people need to do. This is a great time to have all the Moultrie technology. You know, yes. because those cameras are telling you a lot right now. Yeah, yeah, and Corey's great to have on. He runs Veritas Wildlife Service. He's, I, I bet you he's looked at, I don't know, a quarter million pictures so far right now for his clients and doing camera surveys. But right now is the time you need to have your fields prepared. You need to either get them turned over or, or poisoned, rounded up, and then turned over and planted and it, it was it appears we're in a wet weather pattern so so that could really help get the roots set on them but you got to watch october in the south is usually our driest month so you got to be careful a lot of people will put them in they'll just come up you know germinate off a, a, a heavy dew or a light rain and then there's no root structure and the plants will die so make sure that it's you know it's going to be damp enough and cool enough well, I know that we got Corey Cross standing by from Veritas and, and he'll talk to us about that. You're right, because you know, there's there's that, that balance. We do have some rain coming, especially in our part of the world, which makes you want to go ahead and do it. Yeah, maybe a uh, foot. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're gonna have plenty of it. Uh so uh, but we'll we'll talk about some of the things we need to do, some of the things we don't need to do, and of course how you can uh, you know use these cameras. Uh, to work. I'm already seeing, you know, the, the deer and, you know, like, just like for bush hogging, you know, a lot of times we don't like to bush hog when the babies may still be laying down. So because of the cameras, I can see when the babies are up and when the moms are getting to where they're starting to wean them, you can actually watch all that and also minimize, you know, uh, taking out some of the little ones when you start bush hogging too early. So there's all kinds of things the camera can do that you might not have thought about. That's exactly right. And, the, the, you know, it's neat to see what you have every year. And most people during the camera survey, that's kind of the hit list or the wish list. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we come back in just a second. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show, Dan Moultrie, uh, with us. And as you hear the, uh, the on the hunt music from, from Leonard Skinner, um, you know, we, we, we're going to talk a little more about getting yourself ready for the upcoming hunting season. Uh, and we're going to bring in a Corey Croft to talk um, a little bit about that. But first I do want to talk about, you know, the situation that we find ourselves in, um, you know, just like right now, you know, here, here we are at our house. And we're wondering, you know, are Sherry and I now going to be quarantined? Uh, you know, and if, uh, you know, we get a, a, a positive on our son with COVID, uh, probably get that sometime tomorrow. So we know, we know we're not going anywhere today. Uh, so if I'm thinking about meals, uh, I, I don't need to be going to the store. Uh, so I can go to HelloFresh.com, uh, HelloFresh.com, go there. And, I, you know, we can set up for the meals for the week to come right to the house. So they come in individual bags, which is kind of cool. Uh, and uh, and then you've got all the meals set up for however long you would like for HelloFresh.com to provide those. And here's the good news. You can customize it uh, any way that you want to. If you say, well, this week I want, you know, 
three days, uh, or next week we're going to be gone. So I don't need any, you know, or anything in between. You can customize it any way you want to take break, start back, add, uh, there's all kinds of chef curated, um, possibilities to choose from no matter what, uh, type of menu, uh, that you and your family would like to choose from. They're family friendly. You can also, if you're trying to lose a little weight, there's low calorie, uh, all that's there. So hellofresh.com slash Bubba. If you're a first timer, We'll get you $80 off your first order, and we'll get you free shipping if you go to HelloFresh.com slash Bubba or use the promo code Bubba, and you can also find a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Uh, all right, so, Dan, have, have, we got, have we got Corey standing by? We got Corey. We hey, got Corey. Corey, hey, you there? Carl. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Corey, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Glad to have you. Good morning. Hey, let me get right to uh, the business at hand, uh, and, and I wanted to start with a camera survey, then we'll go to talking about the field. But talk to us about a camera survey, how important that is, and, and what's the best way to do that to find out about your deer herd? Yeah, so camera surveys are they're just a super tool that we've got available managing property and, and trying to manage deer herds. Um, it gives you an idea of what you have out there, and one of the one of the biggest things on camera surveys is that as people are starting to try to manage their land a little bit more and trying to be a little more selective with the deer harvest, um, camera surveys allow you to get pictures of most of the bucks that you're going to see during hunting season. And that allows you to age deer and score deer ahead of time so that you know what, what you're going to see when you're out there and you know which deer are going to meet your harvest criteria. It's It's really hard to identify a deer and, and try to age a deer in five seconds when he chases a doe by your stand. But if you have pictures ahead of time of that deer, it makes it a lot easier on the hunter when you're in the stand. Corey, uh, of course, is a uh, certified wildlife biologist with Veritas Wildlife Services. Corey, um, when you're doing the camera survey, though, how, how do you how do you count or how do you weight what you're seeing uh, if you're trying to keep up with your buck-doe ratio to be sure you're not seeing the same doe that's just going field to field? Do you have a do you have kind of a formula that you estimate what you're seeing, or how do you how do you sort through all that? Yeah, so the first thing is to kind of grid your property out into roughly 100 acre grid. And you want to place a camera in in each of those grids on the property. And what that does is gives you full coverage of the property so that you're not missing any areas. Um, and as you get those pictures, you like you said, you are going to get pictures of the same does over and over. You know, they may show up at multiple cameras. But um, what you do is identify the individual bucks, and, and you keep up with how many different bucks you get pictures of. Um, and then you count the total number of bucks and does, and that gives you the buck-to-doe ratio. And so you actually use the number of individual bucks um, and multiply that times the buck-to-doe ratio, and that gives you an idea of how many does you have. So, you know, you can't individually identify does, um, but you can use buck antler characteristics and body characteristics so that you know how many different bucks there are. Um, so, yes, you are actually counting the same does over and over, but you don't have to try to individually identify each doe. Yeah, we usually nickname a lot of the bucks we see based on some characteristics, so they all have their own little nickname. And then with the does, we usually kind of count that total number and then say we're, we're going to estimate about 75% of those because we think we're getting the same picture of some of them. But, um, right. And, uh, and guys, jump in here if you all have some questions, too. 
Um, Corey, I'll, I'll tell you something that, that I did this year, kind of really just playing. Usually we get a camera and we, we get back from a feeder and take a picture to see what all's coming to the feeder. This year I did something different. I put the camera right on the feeder looking out. Uh-huh. And, and, of course, I'm only seeing half of what's coming to the feeder, but I'm getting some unbelievable pictures of deer walking up to the feeder, and I mean some close-up shots. I mean, I, I can I can count the, the hair on some of them's head. It's really a funny angle to look at. Yeah, yeah, and i tell you what that does, too, sometimes. There are some deer that, that are, are kind of leery of feeders, and they kind of come into the outskirts, but they don't really want to commit and, and come stick their nose right up into a feeder. And by, by placing your cameras like that, a lot of times you get those deer that you may not otherwise see. You know, Corey, I was going to bring this up too because you were talking about trying to identify does. Like, you know, we you can tell sort of by looking at the bodies. You know, when they when you they're getting ready to drop the fawns, you start seeing. I mean, you can see just like you would see anything pregnant. Uh, And I noticed that I had some does that I couldn't tell where they were pregnant, and then it dawned on me they must be the ugliest ones in the herd. Give us some advice. What are you advising all your customers to do on food plots right now? Yeah, so right now we have rain coming, and, and rain can be a, a make-or-break situation for food plots. So I would encourage anybody that uh, is trying to get their food plots in the ground, uh, right now ahead of this rain is, is the perfect time. Um, it always helps to get that plant established and get a root system going down. Uh, sometimes we get into dry weather going into October, and a lot of times people have just complete failures of food plots because they plant and the the plant doesn't have time to get a root system established, and uh, they dry out and and everything desiccates and dies. So, um, getting getting seed in the ground right ahead of this rain that's coming is is what you really want to try to do. Corey, hey, Corey what that? Tell, tell, tell them tell them about Corey that there's two. There's two sort of food plot strategies, and one requires a lot more effort on the landowner's part than the other. But real quickly, go over that. And of course, we, we're we're putting in, and Corey's using all the uh, the Whitetail Institute products. But tell them about your your those two things real quick. Yeah, sure. So there's basically two strategies when it comes to food plots, and it it depends on what your goals are. So one is sort of the providing a lot of food throughout the year to really try to grow and manage your deer herd is, is one strategy. And the second strategy is I'm, I'm just more oriented towards hunting and I just want to have a good spot to hunt over. And so you, you have perennial crops and annual crops and things like um, fusion from Whitetail Institute is a perennial clover and chicory mix. And that's going to be something you want to plant that you're going to need to manage all year long from herbicide application to mowing um, and just really take care of that. But it's going to provide food all year long for the deer herd. And then the other side of that are the annual plants. And if you're just, you know, I just want to go hunting and I want to, I want to have something out there that's going to be attractive to the deer and then feed them through the winter, um, then you want to go with a, a annual plant and something like the pure attraction from whitetail institute um i've had a lot of luck with it's a mix of oats and winter greens um and the winter greens are just a a mix of turnips and kale and some other species of brassica Uh, both of those 
are highly attractive, both the pure attraction and the fusion. And it really just depends on what your goals are and what you're trying to do. Corey, thanks a lot. And, uh, and, and that's a lot of great information. Hopefully everybody taking some notes because, you know, it, it having a game plan really does matter. The, these things, uh, you know, and, and that's the beautiful thing about what you guys do. You do a good job of educating people. And of course the, the Moultrie products as well, because the last thing you want to do is to spend this kind of money, get excited, especially somebody who just got land and realize that the, the strategy you had could have been better. And, and if you're making that kind of investment, you want to be educated on what you're doing so you can maximize, you know, your opportunities and to have a healthy herd of deer to continue to hunt for, you know, generations to come. Absolutely. Corey, hey, thank Corey, you thank very you. much. Thank uh, you, buddy. Corey, we're very tossed wildlife. And, Corey, we'll check back in with you um, as the season progresses because I know we're going to have some more questions. We always get a lot of questions uh, about deer hunting and about fields and management and all that stuff. So thank you for being with us. Bubba, when we come back, we try to match Moultrie. Oh, match no. Moultrie. Oh, no. It's it is the <laughs> Zoom edition of Match Moultrie. <laughs> oh, no. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour, uh, Rick and Bubba's show. Here comes that time on the program called Match Moultrie. But but first, before we get to that, I do want to I do want to ask kind of a personal question, and that is, how did everybody sleep last night? I, I hope everybody slept soundly. If you did not, it could be because you're on the wrong mattress, or maybe the mattress it's time for a replacement. And the folks at Casper just continue to work to give you the ultimate in sleeping. And if you haven't seen the latest uh, that Casper has at casper.com slash Bubba, listen to these numbers, okay? It's designed with a system to react and adapt to your body all night long, meaning if you make an adjustment, the temperature changes, your body heat, you know, a lot of mattresses trap your body heat, and they, and then you, that's why you keep waking up in the middle of the night, especially during the summer, throwing the covers off of you. But but inside the mattress, and, and, and this is precisely over, uh, I'll give you the exact number, 1,501 uh, uh, different uh, uh, cooling systems if you've ever if you've ever seen the the perforations that they use, they're all inside, and then that creates that cooling system that's so effective you won't be awake to even notice it because you know why it's keeping you so cool. You won't even wake up to go, hey, I love these fifteen hundred perforations you put here. You won't notice it because you'll be sound asleep. And then of course uh, they they they're made with eighty six supportive gel pods to align your spine and eliminate all those aches and pains. Remember we've been making the joke. I I, I got injured sleeping. Not anymore with the wonderful technology that they continue to develop uh, at Casper. Bubba, I know you've been a high-tech guy. These are high-tech mattresses, and they deliver them right to your door, and you have the cooling, supportive comfort that you need for the most refreshed feeling uh, come morning, meaning your body does what it's supposed to do when it's in the deep sleep, and that gets you ready for the next day. You can finance right now if you'd like to at 0% APR. They're offering that if you go to Casper.com slash Bubba. That URL and the code Bubba will save you $100 off the mattress. That's the code Bubba at Casper.com slash Bubba for $100 off. Of course, we have a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. All right. Are we ready to match Moultrie here? We're ready. It's a dandy. And, and, and a great prize today, Rick. Yeah, I'm looking. You're, we're going to be giving away the XV or the XA. All that means is are you Verizon or AT&T? But also remember what Dan's taught us, not what you may have at your home, 
what's the best cell uh, service where you're going to actually have the camera. Uh, so you want to make the selection there. Now, this is the 6,000 cellular camera, and we're going to give you a, a, a month of free service on it. That's right. Get them so started that, and add a camera. All right, here we go. Bubba, this just has <laughs> Everybody strap on. Hey, look, sure. this just, this sure. just sure. has sure. that feel that we're going to get emails even after the right answer of somebody saying, oh, oh what that other guy said was right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, I've, I've got my sheets. So you know, I'm going to have to Yeah. All right. There's the sheets. All right. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, Rick. And you can't see the phone. So you just give me whatever line you want and I'll give you the name. Okay. Okay. Or y'all can just call it in there if you want to. Okay. Uh, winter wheat. We're going to talk winter wheat today. Can y'all believe this? Winter wheat is a primary plant for deer food plots. We know that. For winter wheat, the stage of heading out when the ear first emerges is delayed until the plant experiences a period of 30 to 60 days of cold winter temperatures. Good night. What is that period of cold days referred to? Everybody with me? Yeah. Rick, can okay. you say the question one more time? <laughs> all right. So, so winter wheat, we use a lot of winter wheat in deer food plots, right? We all agree with that. Mm-hmm. But, but for winter wheat, uh, it has a stage of heading out. That means that's the, the, the ear first emerging. That will not happen until the plant experiences a period of 30 to 60 days of cold winter temperatures. What is that period of cold days referred to? It's got a name. All right, let's go. We'll run right down the list. Start with Jeff in Birmingham. Jeff, you know the answer? Uh, can, can, I couldn't really hear it really well. Could, could you get him to repeat uh, it? No, no, he just no. wants it again. All right, let's go to James. <laughs> James on line two. James, do you know the answer? Vernalization. Uh, Say it one more time. Vernalization. That yeah, is right. correct. Wow. Sorry, guys, I'm just hitting all kinds of stuff. Good job. <laughs> James, congratulations. Hey, how about this, uh, James? Uh, you did a great job. You've got uh, the XB or the XA 6000 cellular camera from Moultrie. Bubba, we love these cameras, and you'll get uh, one-month free service to go with it. So we're going to put you on hold. Uh, we need your information, and then Moultrie will ship this camera, and you'll see all the steps you need to take to get your month free service. And I hope you have as much fun with them and get as much information from them as we do. Uh, how about this, guys? Dan, are you upset? I mean, we've never had the first caller. Uh, was second. He was well, technically se- second. Se- technically second, but one, the one that wanted to answer it. Uh, when? Are you upset? I, I, I think it has something to do with Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think I've ever heard that word, vernalization. Yeah. I haven't either. Watch it. Or can I say it? <laughs> I, w- I was worried that there would be a lot of farmers out there, that because the farmers know it, of course, and that's, of course, with winter wheat, you got if you're growing it for seed and not for like cattle grazing on it all winter, but if you're growing it for seed, it has to go through that process and you have to have that cold uh, weather for mm-hmm. the head to emerge out of it. Right. But, but I thought he had a chance. Now, a that we wouldn't get any farmers because honestly, you've waited too late. They're already working. Yeah, right, really. Right, right. They're, they're, they're trying to get in that last plowing before the rain starts. But, but how about James knew it? James said it perfectly and, and he got it. I, I, I didn't know about that, Dan, as I know that shocked you. Yeah, it was an easy Google. I, I, I sit over here, Dan, just so you know, and I try to figure out how quick it is to Google your questions. You're our and, test answer. And for today, yeah. it was I got it back in three seconds, so that's what happened. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a farmer no, that, that was late to the farm. Mm-hmm. It was somebody Googling yeah, it. Yeah, somebody with good internet. 
the uh, and and for hunters and hunters, it's important if you're growing wheat that you want this process to happen because in the spring, once the head comes out on the wheat, then the deer and the turkeys will utilize the field on into the spring and to the early summer, stripping the heads off that wheat. And uh, so that's an important deal. So it's, it's really an important feature that most hunters don't know that word or that process. Well, Dan, here's the key word, and I, I know Gary's thinking this. How does it compare to Tecamani? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Gary called me last week. I, I don't see how he has time to take care of y'all's places. He's hmm. telling me he's so proud. You know, I'm taking care of your old place, Montreal. I said, you need to be taking care of Rick's place. He said, oh, I'm taking care of your old place. Well, yeah, I'll tell you why he's taking care of your old place. We all know why. I've seen the deer down there. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, he's trying to get it to the turkeys is what he's doing. Oh, look. Gary, well, Gary if he, if, like, if he Gary takes care of it like smart. he did like he's he did Al's place. If he takes care of it like he did at Al's place, he'll 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 get him a deer or two out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm telling you, but, but I'm I'm with Dan. I think I think Gary more and more I've discovered he's a he's a turkey hunter who just happens to deer hunt. Yep, yep you're he, right. He's just killing time till turkey season. Uh, he'll give up all deer to achieve turkey hunting rights is what he's looking for. <laughs> <laughs> How about this, Dan and Bubba? You know the answer to this. Have we ever met anybody, one person, according to Gary Vines, that knows what they're doing? No, 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 of course no, not. not Especially if they if they worked it before him. <laughs> you, you, there's no telling what he said about Dan at that place. You know, <laughs> he, he, he'll call Rick after the show. I can't believe y'all had that Corey Croft. Yeah. Oh, sure. He, he don't know what he's talking about. When I was available. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rick, Rick, do you think there's any chance in the world that Gary knew what fertilization was? Oh, he'll act like he does. <laughs> he, he'll swear he knew. Well, he, he'll tell you if you use Tecamani, you ain't got to worry about it. Hey, you, hey, you put Tecamani out there, it don't matter when it burnalizes. <laughs> hey, Dan, thanks a lot, buddy. Thanks, Dan. Good luck to you and your family. Thank you, man. See you, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.